welcome back to our next episode of the Emma's Diary podcast. Um, I'm Amy and I'm from Through Amy's Eyes and I'm back with my two wonderful mummy friends, Jenny and Sarah, as I have been every other episode. And this week we are going to be talking about what it is to be a woman and to be a mother. Now, might sound like a bit of an odd topic, but just bear with me on this. So, when you become a mum, it can be really easy to lose who you are. Definitely. I think before, for me personally, I have two little boys, one of whom's four, one of whom's ten months old. And before I became a mum, I was Amy. I had my job, I worked full time, I had my friends, we went out. You know, I knew who Amy was. Then I became a mum and it was like my whole world turned upside down and I did lose who I was. You know, I think that I found myself becoming mum and losing more of Amy and it was only when I kind of found my little group of friends and I started to go out more on my own and kind of found Amy again that I felt so much better. And it can be really, really hard to find yourself once you've had a baby. I mean, how, whoever wants to talk first, how did you feel when you had your first baby and you became a mum? Did you, did you feel like that or did it come really naturally to you? Oh, definitely. I think, I think, like, before, it's so easy because you're just a single person. It's so easy to just grab your purse, your phone and your keys and just go out. And it doesn't matter if you're out all day. It doesn't matter if you're out for five minutes to an hour. It really doesn't matter. And then when you have a child, like the same as Amy, I had a full-time job. I had, you know, I was going out at the weekends, drinking, meeting up with friends in the pub and doing different social things. And then when I had a baby, my first all of that kind of, I tried to carry it on, but there's boundaries. Yeah. Not all children are allowed in some places. And obviously, when I still got children, well, friends that didn't have children, and I had children, I felt like I was a bit of a burden to them sometimes, yeah. you know? Because they obviously didn't have children, and I was in a different chapter of my life. So, in the end, luckily I found you two. Yeah. Say your old friends, your, your pre-baby friends don't seem to understand because when you have a baby all you talk about is the baby because they become your life and that's all you talk about when you have other mummy friends it's great because you all just talk about your babies but when you've got your non-mummy friends that don't have that you're sitting there talking about your baby for ages and they're like i really don't care if your baby ate porridge today i don't care what the nappies (laughs) look like because they don't understand it and it can be really hard for them to get their heads around yeah i think when you've got a newborn, especially as a first time mum, or you know, second time, your world shrinks. Yeah. You're living maybe in a two hour cycle, three hour cycle if you're lucky, you're shattered, you're having to meet demands of another being that is completely separate from you in that you may really, really just want to sleep and actually know they need you. Yeah. And your whole world is turned upside down in an amazing, incredible way. But that does become your life. So you do talk about poop and you do talk yeah. about how many bottles they're having and you, you are fascinated by everything they do because they are your life, absolutely. And it does take a few weeks, a few months, you know, to get a little bit of you back, absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree. And I don't know if you're ever exactly the same as before you were a mum because there's a new element to yeah, you. Yeah, I don't think you are because your, your whole priorities change. I mean, as soon as you become a mum... You're, you will never ever have those same priorities no. as you had before again. There is always going to be someone that comes above you. Always, you know, regardless. 
and that has a massive impact on your life and changes you I think and a lot of the time it changes you for the better I feel like I became a better person when I became a mum yeah. you know I became a lot more of a patient person a lot more um, selfless I'd say because I did suddenly have this little person that took over my entire world but on the flip side I do think it's so important that you don't lose who you are and you do retain part of that. I mean, we, as, as you may know if you've listened to previous podcasts, we all have two children each. Two children each, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that English or not? This is what lack of sleep through a poorly child does to you. Um, but we, we all have two children each, and there are times where we see each other pretty much weekly, every two weeks, but we never see each other on our own. And a few weeks ago, we went out for my birthday. And that's probably the first time we've been out without the children in... I, I can't even remember how long. Years no, we, did. Each other. We, went, we went for the cinema once. We went oh, to the yes. restaurant. But we, we hardly ever go out without the kids. And I think it was my mum that said to me, she was like... Well, what are you guys going to talk about? And part of me thought, are we are we going to have common ground when we don't have the children with us? And luckily, we're good enough friends that we went out and I don't think we spoke about the kids once because we were too busy <laughs> having an amazing time in London. But it is so important to do that. And I don't know about you girls, but after we'd had that day out, I felt so much more refreshed. Not the day after, but I didn't feel refreshed the day after <laughs> at all. But a couple of days after, like mentally, I felt so much more refreshed and like... I was ready to kind of tackle parenting again because I had some time to just blow off some steam and be me. I must admit, when I think about it, it might sound a bit sad, but when I think about our day when we went out, I actually get a little bit excited. Yes! It's like, <laughs> it's it's really sad, but you know, you just think, oh, I'd love to like relive that day because yeah. we had such an amazing day. And yeah, we have been out before to the cinema, but I think that was a completely different kind of scenario because it was yeah. obviously the children were younger, we had only one then as well, and we was only out for a few hours, went to cinema, yeah. quick dinner, cinema, whereas this was a whole day, was out in the morning, didn't come back to late yeah. at night, so it was the first time we'd been out for a good day away from the children altogether and I think yeah when I think back to it I do I'm still I'm still excited and buzzing from that day do you know what I find strange is I always thought when I had my first baby if I went out without him I'd constantly be worried about him like mm. oh is he all right you know is he crying does he miss me is it this is he that but I don't know if it's just because it's kind of second baby syndrome or what but when we went out that day I thought about the kids and, you know, I spoke to them before they went to bed and I'd sent a few text messages and things, but I was just focusing on us and having fun. I wasn't, it sounds really awful to say, but I didn't miss them. I, I love my boys with all my heart, but I didn't miss them because it was fine for me to have a bit of time to just do me. But it's not awful because your boys were having time with their dad. Yeah, and they were really, happy really Larry. Important. It's yeah. really important they get that one-to-one -one time with their dad. And actually, and I know this is a phrase you've used a lot, it's it's really important to remember you can't pour from an empty cup. Yes, you've got like to my make life sure, motto. <laughs> yeah, you, you've got to make sure that you're looking after you too. And if you get that chance to have the bath, have the bath. If you get that yes. chance to go to the shops minus a child, Go to the shops minus a child. Just yeah. make sure you get those little snippets just for you. Because 
after you have a child, those things become really important yeah. and actually quite hard to organise compared to, you know, before kids when you just pick up your purse, like you're saying, Jenny, yeah. and walk out the front door. You can't do that no. anymore. No, you're talking about having a bath. I actually had a bath last night and I realised when I was, like, making this bath, before I had my youngest, 10 months ago, I used to have, like, you girls will know, I used to have, like, a... A bowl that had all this lush stuff in it. So it was lovely, like, your bath Yeah. Like, I'd have all these bath bombs and all these bath bombs. I have none of that stuff anymore because I don't have baths anymore. Like, I have a shower as a necessity to stay hygienic. Like, it's like, I have to clean myself. I'm going to have a really quick shower because my youngest is, is a relatively demanding child. So he doesn't sleep particularly well. So it means that... I don't have the time to sit in a bath for an hour, two hours anymore. But last night, hubby was home. I'd, you know, we'd had a busy weekend, and I was like, right, I'm going to take an hour. I'm going to make myself a bath. I'm not taking the baby to baby monitor with me. Here, you have the baby monitor. Both children are asleep. I'm going. And I went in the bath for an hour, read a book, and it's glorious. I think sometimes you need to you need to do that though. There's probably been other mums out there, and I've probably I've done it myself. Just lock myself in the toilet. Oh my god, yeah. Safe. <laughs> Just have a five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and shut them downstairs with their daddy. Yeah. And then they're fine. And just have a peaceful five minutes on my own. Yeah. And and I think it's really important to remember that you need that little mm -hmm. time. Because like you said, you can't bother an empty cup. Yeah. And that's when you recharge your batteries. Mm -hmm. Like, I am lucky enough to be able to stay at home and look after my boys. But... I don't have a break from my boys. I was just saying, you're uh, lucky enough. 24 that's, that's a really so. interesting way you put that. I'm lucky enough to stay at home with my boys. Now, I I say I'm lucky enough that I get to go out and work. Yeah. Because as much as I love my children, I went back to work two weeks ago, only do three days a week. But in those three days, I get to drink a hot coffee. I get an hour's lunch break where... I'm on my own for an hour. I get to eat lunch without anybody trying to steal it from me. You know, <laughs> I can sit and just scroll aimlessly through Instagram if I want to without somebody going, Mummy, can I have a snack? Mummy, can we do paint? Mummy, can we do this? And I, I love it. It's so amazing, but it's so good for me that I get to go out on my own and just be me again. So it's so interesting mm. that you see yourself lucky as getting to stay well, see, home with the kids. I see myself lucky enough to be able to stay with the children, but... On the other hand, at the same time, I don't get a break from the children. Yeah, so not that's to go so, into hard. so It's not an easy choice because I don't get a break from choice, them. No. So my husband will come home and he'll be like, what have you done all day? And if I've had a bad day, <laughs> I'm like, I've done this, this and this and this. I just need a break. And then he's like, but I've been at work all day. But he doesn't understand the whole, no. I've been at home, I've not had a break from them. Whereas he's gone out to work and had a break from them. So yeah, lucky enough to be able to spend every moment with them, to be able to cherish every moment that I have with them while they're young as well, make memories with them. But at the same time, there is its downside where I yeah. don't have a break. Yeah. Although I have started going to the gym, so I'm lucky enough to have my mum and dad look after them when I do go. So and my oldest at school now as well, so that's a little bit easier. But um, yeah, it's just you know having that break. So me going to the gym is my break, even though I'm working yeah. so hard. I'm not sweating so yeah. hard. But it's something that is you. my break for yeah. because yeah. that is me being me. Yeah, so. and I find as well if you're lucky enough to have a little break like last week i was really lucky enough to go away and stay overnight in london with my mum my eldest is the first time i've been away from her overnight for forever and it's the first time ever 
that I've been away from my youngest overnight. But with my eldest, she was like, oh, mommy, I'm going to miss. She was with her daddy and they had so many amazing things planned. It was ridiculous. But when I got back, you know, it was all that wonderful talking about what we'd done and her showing me the photos of what they'd done. And, and it just made it into a really lovely day back together again. Whereas if I'd been with her those two days, <laughs> it would have been the norm. Yeah. But it was, it was lovely, you know, and she got spoiled and obviously we brought loads of presents back and, and it just made it into a big thing. And also I think they then, the children then get to see that you're not, and I, this sounds wrong, but you're not just mummy, there's more to you. Yeah. You are mummy, but also you are Sarah. But I think that's so good things. for them because I know from, with my first, you know, going back to work, it helped him to understand mummy may go away but she always comes back yes. again and it, it you know luckily we haven't had any anxiety separation issues with my first my second has a touch of it but once i'm out of sight you know he's fine and he's mm. not bothered um and that's age appropriate yeah that's, that's just him going through like a learning thing yeah. where he knows people are going away but it, I think the reason they're both like that is because I do leave them, you know, I do go out, I do go to work, I do leave them, on, not on their own, I do leave them supervised with other people, <laughs> don't just throw a bag of crisps at them and go, I'm in the dog, it's fine! <laughs> They know, they know that mummy always comes back, they know that daddy always comes back and that's good for them to grow up knowing that they've, that it makes them confident themselves I think. And it helps me because it makes me feel more confident as a mum knowing that I've got two boys that are happy when I go somewhere. I'm not worrying about them being really sad all the time and missing me. But it's definitely hard to kind of find that balance. Definitely. And I think it's life lessons as well. In you know, um, if you or your partner works, they're then seeing someone working. And then they, you know, we've now got children, all three of us have got children who are four, five, mm -hmm. who are now beginning to understand that there's jobs and they might be thinking about something they want to do yeah. when they grow up. And I know with my eldest, you know, she talks about being a doctor, she talks about being a vet, she talks about being a hairdresser, she, talks, she understands the importance of going out and doing a role in society. Yeah. And I think that's really important to, you know, for someone to be a role model for that. Yeah. Um, and also it's that understanding of, you know, you can go out and, you know, in their little world they go out to their friends' parties and we do the same thing as adults. We go out and we go and celebrate birthdays with Amy. Yeah, that's and, it. And it's it's lovely for them to understand that what they do in their little world, that's what we do as adults yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, and with my little girl, I know she loves it if I'm going somewhere because she knows there might be a chance of nail varnish. <laughs> there might tree. be a chance yeah, yeah. yeah, there might be a chance of you know, her getting into my makeup bag for a moment. <laughs> so, you know, she she actually enjoys that experience as well and she yeah. does love her time and it's just her and her daddy. Yeah. I think it's really I think you see you see a lot of people and I've I've seen it with, with a few people that I know that when they don't have that time away from their children and they are 24-7 mum, when it comes to a point where they have to leave their children, be it for, I don't know, for going back to work mm. or because they have to go, I don't know, they need to go and visit family because somebody's fallen in or something like that, they find it so hard to leave their children. It's not, it's not just the child that find it hard, the, the, the mother finds it so hard because I think a lot of the time it's because they don't know who they are anymore. Mm. They've lost themselves so much that when they don't have their baby anymore, when they're not mum anymore, they're like, well, who am I? Who am I now? I think that can happen to you as well, even if you... 
I don't know, even if you do have a sort of a balanced life, let's say, and you do understand that you've got to sort of do things for you as well, mm. because I know when I went back to work with my first, oh my goodness, you know, those first few times I was leaving her at the childminder with those first few sort of introductory hours, yeah. I didn't realise that heartache, heartache could be a physical pain. Yeah. And yes, I had spent pretty much every day with her, and, you know, I'm... I don't have family that live close, so, you know, pretty much every day was with me, me and her, but, oh, it was awful. It was mm. such a hard thing. And I think mummy guilt plays a big role in this as well. It does. And I think I think society has a big role to play in it as well, getting a bit deep here. Mm -hmm. But there is, there is this whole stigma that women should be the ones that look after the children. You know, I don't know, I don't know where that's come from. It's something that's probably been ingrained in us over time. But it is this whole thing of mum should look after the children and there's been two really, really specific occasions that stick out in my head. Once was when I'd had, had my first, I'd given birth, I was in the hospital and I'd been in hospital for a week before he was born, wasn't allowed to leave, so I'd been in there for a full on week. He was born, we then was kept in for three days after he was born. So I was going a bit stir crazy. He'd been born, he was two days old, I had literally left the ward and gone downstairs to the coffee shop that was at the bottom of the hospital. Whilst I was away, a doctor came round to check up on my, my baby and do a few checks and things. And when I came back, my husband said, oh, the doctor's just come round and I was like, oh, I've looked in the notes to see what she's written. And she's written, mum has gone shopping. Like that was needed to be added into my notes. She'd written, mum has gone shopping. And I said to my husband shopping. at that point, I was like, what would she have said if you'd gone to the shop? Would she have written, Dad's gone shopping? No, she wouldn't have, because she wouldn't have bothered if you'd gone. But because I've left my baby for all of 10 minutes so that I can get a bit of headspace away from this ward that I've been on for over a week now, it's been commented on. And on the flip side, my husband had it. He went to a local um, like wildlife sanctuary place. And this was when my eldest was about two, so he was hitting the terrible twos. And he was having a tantrum over lunch and I was I was I wasn't with them, I was doing something else, I can't remember what I was doing now. So Hubby and my son were on their own and he was having a tantrum and this, this lady went up to my son and said to him, Oh, are you missing mummy? <gasps> and my husband, I mean, you two know my husband. He was like, No, he's having a tantrum because he won't I won't let him have another biscuit. <laughs> she was like, Oh, but it is for some reason, women are expected mm. to do the main bulk of childcare, and I think that takes us back to like years, oh, and, it years does. and generations it does. and generations ago. Because obviously, the women did that, didn't they? Look after, bring up the children, yeah. did the stayed at home, did all the yeah. cooking, did this, did that. And I think we are and making women went out. on it because yeah. you, know, we, you know, men now get a lot more maternity and. You can, split. you can split it, yeah, and I know that the difference from when we've had our first to our second, like four years, when I had my first, my husband had to leave the ward, but now they're allowed to stay over with you, yeah. Yeah. you know, which is a huge step for, for, for fathers having an impact in their life, but there is still so much more that we could do, you know, and so much further we could push this, and I know a couple of weeks ago my son was in hospital, as you both know, he was poorly, um, my, my youngest, who's 10 months old, he had um, a really severe case of toxicitis. I stayed in with him overnight on the first night and I had literally 45 minutes sleep. And I, I don't know how I functioned the next day. Like, I was exhausted. And there was talk of having to keep him in again the next day. 
and the nurse on the ward just flippantly said to me oh so you'll be staying with us another night then and I said well actually no my husband's gonna stay tonight because he'd already said well look you go home tonight you have some sleep I'll stay tonight I had no qualms with it because he's an amazing father and I know he'd look after our son as well as I would but the nurse looked like I'd just told her that I don't know Boris Johnson was going to come and look after my son for the night she looked so shocked that a father was going to stay on the ward rather than the mother and that really made me think why is this so alien you know why is it so alien that a, a father would want to look after his son it's not like I'm breastfeeding him anymore he doesn't need me there's nothing that he needs from me he, everything that I can give him my husband can give him but it is because of this stigma that women are the ones that have to look after the children all the time and I hate that, really gets on me. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that has a massive impact into this whole losing yourself as a woman because you are expected to yeah. be a mother and that should be all you focus on. You should not be going out, you should not be going to see, going to get drunk in London like we did. <laughs> you should be staying at home. You should be cooking dinner for your husband and raising your children the right way. But that's not society now. No, that's though. not. Things have moved on from then. Yeah. Massively. You know, things yeah. have really, really moved on. But I do still think people are still stuck in their old ways or the way they've been brought up from generations and generations yeah. ago. And that's what they know. And, yeah. you know, and if you speak to the older generation, then you that's what they say as well yeah. you should be at home and I you know think... I get that from my husband's parents because they're older yeah. they're a lot older so they they were obviously brought up like that yeah. way and they brought their children up like that as well when you but think they about don't us understand how we've all moved on when we were younger would your dad have stayed in hospital with you when you were younger no I don't I don't, I don't know with my dad because my dad I don't think my dad would have not wanted to but I think he would have felt like he couldn't Mm. I think that he would have he would have if he had to but I think that he would have felt like he couldn't because he wouldn't have been I mean for goodness sake when if you went back to when we were born you know the men probably wouldn't have been been in the room when they were giving birth they might have been standing outside waiting to be told oh yeah she's had the baby because it wasn't the thing you know they didn't go into the room they didn't see that my god my husband was getting ready to birth this baby himself once he'd, <laughs> once he'd done his hypnobirthing course he was getting ready to deliver that baby in our lounge he was so empowered but it's so good i want yeah. i want him to be like that i want him to show our two boys that if when they grow up they want to have children and they do have children you know that they can be as active as their husband or wife will be in raising their children i want them to know that even though they're a man, it's fine for them to be involved and to be active in their children's life and to be sentimental about it. Completely, and I think you kind of give uh, couples around you the power as well. Like, you know, when women are all out, if one of the dads starts dealing with the children, yeah, none of us mums bat an eyelid. No, it's fine. No. We just let them carry on and we drink our wine and we carry on. <laughs> We do, we do do other things and drink wine when we're in each other's presence, I promise. Eat food, yeah, coffee. But, absolutely. But we, I think as we are accepting that as the norm, that will become the norm. I mean, in my sort of close yeah. circle of friends, I've now got two couples who have split their maternity leave. And I think as that becomes more normal, yeah. it will just be seen as the normal thing to do. You it know, should be, it should be. And I think it's so good that we are 
in this, I mean, we'll, we'll wrap this up now because we've been talking about this for so long. Obviously, we're very passionate about this, but I think <laughs> it's something that is so good that it's moving forward because, as we've said so many times, even though you are a mother, you are still you. And it is not only important for you that you remember that, but it's important for your children and your baby as well. Yeah, so as I said, you can't pour for an empty cup. And if you're not looking after yourself, you can't look after that baby properly. No. And... As, as we said in previous podcasts about being selfish, be selfish. Mm. It's okay to be selfish. Don't feel guilty about it. You know, you are important. You, you are, even though you're a mother, you are still you. You are still important. You still need to place yourself and look after yourself. But, and don't forget that even though you are a mother, you are still a woman and you are still important. So really really hope you enjoyed this and i hope that it's helped any of you out there that feel a little bit lost if you do feel lost then reach out find other people go and have a bath chill out for a little while and just get a bit of new <laughs> time you know it will help honestly but thank you so much for listening hope you enjoyed and hopefully we'll get to speak to you all again soon bye <laughs>